Hey there, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Seatown Podcast, where I invite on Seattle area business owners, entrepreneurs, and community personalities to share their stories with us. I'm really excited about this week's guest. It was the co-owner of CMP Coffee, Cameron Moores. Uh, she was not only really a great person to talk to, uh, but just felt really natural. Um, it was really enjoyable. I think the interview this week with Cameron was one of the best done so far, uh, mostly due to Cameron's uh, great personality and just really easy to talk to. I uh, really enjoyed uh, getting to know her a little better, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the interview as much as I enjoyed talking with her. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, thanks for making the time for me this morning. Thank Cameron. you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I'd like to just kind of start off talking a little bit about your backstory. You know, tell, uh, tell our listeners, you know, kind of you know, what you did before you, you opened the coffee shop, you know, what you like to do in your free time. Sure. Well, I was um, in coffee for probably 15 years before I started here, all over the city, some on the East Coast. Um, and it was just something that I wanted to start my own shop. My husband worked in the market for a long time. He was a produce guy. Okay. So I had to convince him to come inside. <laughs> he likes selling things too, sure. but in an outside capacity. Yeah. Uh, and so I think once I convinced him that, you know, coffee was a little bit more stable than bananas. Sure. We were we were good to go. Sure. Yeah, people um, what coffee you're in. Yeah, all that's right. <laughs> So finding a location was the next thing, and um, I really didn't know West Seattle at all. And somebody just told us about this space for lease, and I looked in the window, and I was like, this is where we want to be. Probably if you went to business school, you would not pick this location, and I'll tell you about that later. Um, but it's it's been a great home for us for 14 years, which is phenomenal to me every day that we're still here and doing it. That's awesome. Where, where were you guys living when you were... Cap Pete grew up on Capitol Hill, okay. and I had okay. uh, moved there um, from, I was living on the East Coast at the time. Okay. So, yeah, West Seattle was just whole new territory. And even 14 years ago, it was a different community than it is now. I think it was a lot quieter, a lot more retirees. So it's kind of fun to be part of new growth and new development and see young families coming in. And, sure. uh, we, I mean, the growth has happened since the time we've been here. Yeah, the last 14 years has been pretty substantial. Yeah. I, I assume you've seen business, you know, go up with the, the market becoming more popular and yeah. more popular. Yeah. And yeah, just more, there's just more people here. There's more people here. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's great for business. Yeah, awesome. it is. Just, uh, just tell me a little bit about what, what you do, what your role is at, you know, CMP Coffee. Well, uh, Pete and I are pretty much everything. We're head gardeners, we're managers, we paint, we clean, we, you know, we do it all. Um, and... As we've grown, that's definitely been something that we have to learn to adjust to because there's a point where you really can't do everything yourself. Sure. So I think that's where we're at right now. So, you know, you're always, as a small business owner, you're always sort of redefining your roles and trying to grow and learn and, and see how to be better managers, you know, sure. not just people, but in general, this, this thing that you care for and that you've nurtured, you have to continue to grow. It's, it's not a stasis, that's for sure. Right. But, uh, what is the first 90 minutes of your day like? Oh, I get up at 3.30 in the morning, oh my and I either walk or bike here, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's a great transition. I, I really like my quiet couple of hours in the morning. That's mm -hmm. when I come and pay bills, and sometimes in the summer I'll do a little gardening, so um, it's, 
it's a nice quiet start and I have an espresso machine that I can make all the coffee <laughs> I want. Um, and I really like those first moments interacting with customers at six in the morning everybody's yeah. really sleepy I've been up for hours you know um, it's it's pretty cool I like it obviously I'm a morning person <laughs> yeah, now you're uh, much much uh, spunkier than I am at. Uh, well, you know, at come and see me about two this afternoon. Okay. I won't be, but yeah. Okay. Um, and then obviously coffee shop, but can you describe maybe in a little more detail, like what you offer and uh, and who you love to to serve the most? Well, I would say when I naively wanted to open a coffee shop, I thought it would just be about coffee. That's where my passion was. But coming to West Seattle and becoming part of a community. Um, has really changed my whole focus as a business owner. Now I'd say that we are um, stewards of a community gathering place first and foremost and a coffee shop second. And that was not my original goal, but I think that West Seattle has such a strong sense of community, more so than any other place I've lived in Seattle. I lived in Fremont, I lived in Ballard, I lived in Queen Anne, I lived in North Seattle. And there's something about West Seattle that, that people want to know their neighbors and they want to hang out with them and they want to make music together and they want to have art classes together and this place has just been a, a great uh, gathering place and so that's been kind of the cool thing is is getting to sort of um, nurture that sure. sense of community yeah that's that's awesome how did yeah. that uh, that role transition kind of come about I, I assume it was I think music was sort or... of the first thing um, that people wanted a place to play music and that was definitely not something that I was setting out to do um, but you know that that brings neighbors together and people want to play together and uh, you know we have this monthly bluegrass jam that's really paramount of what the whole thing is about you never know how many people are going to show up sometimes it's like 20 people playing bluegrass music and it's just anybody who's never been here before and they open up the door it's just contagious you can't help but be like what the heck is this it's awesome is, is that on a, a certain night of the month uh that's the third sunday of the month and all our events are on our online calendar um, at cmpcoffee.com but that's that's kind of the organic way that things happen around here you know we have a We've had a long-standing um, watercolor class that meets here. We have poetry readings. We have author uh, readings, you know. Um, so I think people know now that this is a place to come and, and share your world with other people. Sure. That's, that's awesome. Neighbors. Yeah, it's very unique. You know, my, my old stomping grounds kind of Ballard, Fremont, and there's yeah. you know, quite a few of that, that sort of thing there. But uh, thinking about West Seattle, yeah, it's most places are, you know, come in, get coffee, leave. There's not yeah. a real community hang out. Yeah. So. This is organic. This is changing. You know, sometimes you're going to come in and you're going to be annoyed because there are people talking and you want to work or there's a band playing or, sure. you know, sometimes whatever. Yeah. But that's part of a community. There's a couple that's getting married this year that met here. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what happens here, you know? Yeah. Um, so, again, if you're open, you, there, there's more under the surface than just yeah. a cup of coffee um, what would you say the biggest challenge when you first started your, your business was? Um, you know, I think for every business, there is all, every new business, there's always an unexpected, no matter how many business plans you write, no matter how long you've been in the industry, when you do your own thing, you're all, the, you're, the dice gets rolled and, you know, for us, it's managing this hundred year old house that we don't own, mm -hmm. um, you know 
there's been a lot of challenges along the way. And I think most importantly is just being able to, to adapt and roll. Um, and the challenges change as you grow. You know, you sure. maybe become successful in one area, but you realize you have weaknesses in another. I'm lucky to have an incredible business partner. Um, Pete and I work really well together. We don't work well together <laughs> behind the bar, and so we don't work together behind the bar. Um, but I really value his opinion and he brings things to the table that other people couldn't I don't think and I don't think I could have done this by myself so I'm really fortunate to have just a killer business partner and a community that supports us you know and and helps kind of guide what the next steps are mm -hmm. I think as this community develops that'll be our next big challenge is how do we stay in this place we don't own this building mm -hmm. and um, we've had a great landlord who's been very supportive of us but <clears throat> Who knows what the future will bring sure. and and i don't think i'm alone as a small business owner trying to adapt to rising rents and mm -hmm. new regulations and you know how to, how to keep a space like this that is possibly more sustainable as a six unit condo than it is as a single story sure. coffee shop yeah i mean this is this is a hindsight thing that i don't know if i would change but certainly this building is in a lot of ways been a detriment to our success because we're in the middle of a block we're up off the street we're in a house these are all things that you know starbucks would never do you're always on a corner you're always as accessible as you can possibly be because it's about volume that's how you make money in the coffee business is how many people can you get in the door and you know this is a this is a real limitation. I've seen people hesitate before they open the door. Like, is it okay to go in the house, right? <laughs> yeah. We're walking in someone's living room. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it is something really different. And I didn't know. I just thought it was a cool place, right? And so that's that's a real obstacle we've had to kind of fight over the years to let people know that we're here and that it's okay to come in <laughs> and hang out. And it probably has. Uh, limited uh, the volume that we could do, right? Um, but look at what, I, what we got instead. Sure. Something totally unique and something that is a real, I hope, benefit to the community and that the community is forming. It's not Pete and I saying, let's make a community place. The community is forming our future and sure. who we are. And Again, being open to that, which is not where I started, <laughs> you know, is made it into something totally cool and different than what I could have tunnel vision set out to do. Sure. Well, when you know you have community business happening organically like this, I mean, you're going to have probably a lot more uh, regular customers, you know, that they're loyal to you guys yeah, and business and stuff. And they're yeah. vested in our so, success. Right. And you don't really get that with, you know, the big coffee chains, just whatever's most convenient, you yeah. know, it's like. Um, so you kind of mentioned that you and Pete, you know, work work really well together, uh, not necessarily literally in the same space, <laughs> but I, I assume you kind of talk about like strengths and weaknesses, yeah. balancing each other. Yeah. What, what would you say uh, some of your, your biggest strengths are uh, as far as uh, how it contributes to, to owning and running small business? I think that um, over the years, we've been able to remain open to new ideas, new changes, you know, listening. That, that's a huge thing. You know, I, I've learned over the years that my customers tell me what they want, whether it's a new product or a different seating arrangement or different hours. 
and so just being a good listener and then I think that translates to any partnership too you know I think having a business like this you have to listen to each other um, <clears throat> there are always compromises to be made but hopefully in the long run those things make you better right than a singular vision I think had I been doing it myself it would have been my vision and my coffee shop sure. and that's fine but it would have been a very different animal than what it is now, which is more about how can we support the community and how can we be part of something bigger than ourselves. Hmm. And I can't say that's what I started out to do for sure. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, what, you kind of alluded to it, but what would you say that you're, you're passionate about? Well, personally, I'm, I'm a painter and okay. art's really important to me. And, and again, that's been a cool thing about this space is I've gotten to share that with my friends. I meet amazing um, artists in our own community. Um, you know, our watercolor class was, it's not happening right now because our teacher's taking a, a break. Mm -hmm. But through that, you know, I've met people that I go playing air painting with in the summertime and we've had group shows here. And so these are lasting friendships and relationships that I probably wouldn't have made on my own had sure. I just been sitting in a park painting somewhere. Sure. Um, so that's kind of my side passion. And then Pete and I have two, two kids. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's been really fun to have kids here at the coffee shop and kind of, you know, it's their world. They don't think much about it. But, you know, we have Easter egg hunts here and birthday parties here. And so kind of working the coffee shop into their life mm -hmm. I think I hope will be a happy memory for them sure. you know um, so one thing that's just so amazing to me is being able to connect people together but being able to connect the local plumber I know mm -hmm. with somebody who's having trouble or somebody needs a gardener or a babysitter or you know again these are the people of our community and it's just it's so cool to hook people up right. I mean it's it's different than Yelp it's more like I know this person he worked on my house right. you're gonna love working with him yeah. um, that is stellar to me that is really really fun and cool sure sounds like you're a natural connector I'm, I'm kind of yeah. the same way I'm like you know someone mentions something I'm like oh I know a guy that you know does great work it does that or, or whatever just and it's I enjoy bringing people yeah, together too. isn't it exciting yeah. like when you know yeah. oh my gosh you got it even if it's just a professional kind of sure. you know I know you two people will have a lot to talk about mm -hmm. it's like hosting a great party you know you invite the people that even if they're different you know will inspire each other or yeah. you know uh, be friends get married yeah for sure <laughs> How do you think that uh, you guys set yourselves apart from other uh, coffee shops in, in the area or in Seattle? Well, I don't know. That's that's tricky because if you're just talking about coffee shops, there are a lot of great coffee shops in the city. This is the place to be. You know, I've traveled a lot, and there's not a lot of great coffee out there. So, I I of course think Lighthouse is the best coffee in the city, but there's plenty of other good coffee too. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the place itself. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think that a lot. I mean, just, I just like, there's nowhere else you can come and have a glass of wine and, you know, listen to a jazz band play and be in this cool house. It's awesome. Well, there's a couple of things that, that set you guys apart. You know, I mean, like, you can get not only good coffee, but you can get wine. Yeah. Uh, you guys have beer too? Yeah. 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 Um, and then the outdoor space out back is very 
very peaceful here. We rent it for parties too, and we've had killer parties here. We've had weddings here. We've had so many weddings here. People have gotten married here. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Sure. I don't the think there are very events, many coffee shops that people get married in. Yeah, not, not too many. So. Yeah. And the live events and bands and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's pretty unique. So. Uh, do you guys uh, roast your own coffee or what? what we coffee do. It do you comes use? from Lighthouse in Fremont, and they're they're the bomb as far as I'm concerned. They're interesting too, you know. They're just uh, they're they're small, really focused on quality roaster, um, and I don't know what I would do if they were around. I mean, <laughs> I have been a huge fan of theirs for 20 plus years. So yeah, and we really try to support. The more that we can, the the more that we can support locally sourced items. That's that's really the future for us. We uh, host a CSA here. Um, I'm about to this week, I think, host um, a fish CSA. I don't know what you would call that. Okay. So it's a local fisherman who mm -hmm. signs people up, and you can come and pick up your box. It's a subscription. Okay. Um, so anything like that that I can do to support um, locally sourced, and that goes for all the food that we carry here. We really try whenever we can to get locally good ingredient products. Yeah, great for uh, for you guys. Great for us. I mean, the, the Theo chocolate and the milk is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we have to go pick it up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is one habit you wish you had? Um. I, I'm I'm working towards being more organized for sure. You know, owning small business, there's just things that pull you in a million different directions, and prioritizing what's important. Uh, so kind of moving into the next uh, portion, you know, the interview. Um, I want to ask you, you know, a little, I guess on a little more or personal level, you know, what was one of the stories of like your worst entrepreneurial moments? You know, in the 14 years you've you've been doing this. Oh my gosh, you know, the gruesome ones like uh, in the basement when the sewer line breaks and shoveling out. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Those are those are the moments where you're like, why why am I doing this? You know. Um, but you do it and it's yours and you know, you, you realize after all these moments and there were a lot of big ones. There were a lot of big ones, you know. You, you couldn't have done it any other way, right? Business school doesn't prepare you for that. Um, writing business plans doesn't prepare you for that. All of those things are important, but it's actually showing up every day and being here every day and caring, just caring, you know. Uh, so <laughs> there are a laundry list of disasters that have happened, um, and we've gotten through them, and it makes you realize you'll, you'll go forward too. What uh, what keeps you going? You know when the people, the people, the people care about this place as much as people at Pete and I do, hmm. you know. And and you know we've had we've had customers that we've known long enough that they've been ill and they died, you know. There are new babies that kept born here. We're just we're really part of something that I don't know what else I would do. Like it would, I don't think people in an office get to experience what I get to experience every day. I get experience real life happening you know you're in the trenches you know <laughs> but, it, but it's great i mean i don't i think if you go i'm just guessing but i'm guessing the office life is a lot different than that you know yeah. <laughs> so i i just i wouldn't trade it for anything and it has a lot of challenges and 
<clears throat> there are many days, 3.30 in the morning, where I don't want to get up and walk to work in December. But it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. So it's got to work out. I don't have a backup plan. Sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe now with this experience, maybe if I want to go do something else, I could bring that with it. But I don't think had I been on some regular career track that I would have grown the way that I have doing this, you know. And I think for people who are entrepreneurs, they probably, deep down inside, are always an entrepreneur, yeah. you know. Since my personality trait, yeah. I do. <laughs> I do. You know, I've had a lot of people over the years come and say, oh, I'm going to start a coffee shop. And, you know, I'll, I'll send them on a few little errands just to see, you know, like, go check out other coffee shops or come back and tell me what, you know. And um, probably one out of 20 people I've talked to has gone on to do it themselves sure. because it's not just about the surface part of it it's you know are you willing to put you know, all your credit cards on the line and you yeah. know uh work an 18 hour day yourself and right. all of those cliched things that if you're if you're an entrepreneur you don't think about it you just do it that's what you're doing right not that it's has not about work ethic it's just about do you have the stomach for this thing that may or may not work out although i I think a lot of working people today are facing the same thing. I think a lot of people are entrepreneurs. They just don't know it. Uh, yeah, I find a lot of people who like the idea of being self-employed, you know, or opening a coffee shop or being a, you know, having a restaurant. They don't realize, you know, like the grueling hours and all of the non-glamorous stuff that comes along with it. Um, looking at the other side of, of the coin of being a business owner and an entrepreneur, you know, I don't know if you can think of a specific time when you kind of looked at, you know, what's going on here and what you've, you've been part of creating and saying, you know, wow, this is really making a difference. This is really, you know, impacting the community or, or people's lives. I mean, do you have a, a, a story to, to share? And there have been a lot of stories, obviously. Um, one that happened to us fairly recently, I guess about a year ago, is Jillian, who's working today. Uh, her boyfriend uh, was leading um, a group of people up on Everest when the earthquake happened. Um, you know, that was an incredible moment. We were so all so personally wrapped up in what was happening over there, and was he okay? And um, every he he was he survived, and all the people on his tour survived. Um, and then on his return, you know, we had a fundraiser for the village that he was in in Nepal, and, and it's those kind of things where it's like, yeah, I could give some money to something. Red Cross or whatever, but actually knowing somebody who was there, who experienced it, who had a real connection, who could hand on this relief to actual people. That's the kind of thing that happens here all the time. And even in our own community, you know, like the stuff that we do with uh, West Seattle Food Bank and Westside Baby and Helpline. And I wouldn't know about those things if those people weren't my customers, you know. So it gives me a direct access to... Um, people and events that I probably wouldn't have if I was just sure. at home. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. What yeah. what sort of uh, involvement do you guys have with those local uh, nonprofits? Oh, we have an ongoing food drive for the West Seattle Food Bank, and uh, we collect donations money-wise for them. We do a diaper drive uh, several times a year for West Side Babies. Um, you know, we are hosting uh, all kinds of nonprofit stuff that happens, so... But again, it's people coming to us and asking for use of the space rather than us seeking it out. And so it's just really cool to have that available to the community yeah. as a resource. 
That's awesome. Yeah, those are both great, great organizations. Yeah. So in the, in the past, what uh, what do you find holding you back from you know, becoming the entrepreneur you are today? Uh, well, I think fear is always there. Mm. <laughs> you know, fear of failure, fear of you know, are we making good decisions? What's the best advice you've ever received? Probably not to be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I should listen to that. Yeah, yeah. trust your gut and yeah. your instincts, and you know. I think if you that that cliche that if you operate from your heart and operate from kindness, mm -hmm. things will work out. Whatever, whatever it is, you know. Sure. I mean, there is no failure if you're acting from the place of kindness and goodness. Sure. Is there a personal habit that you have that you believe contributes to your success? Uh, kindness is number one. That's something that every every new person that we hire we really emphasize that you know we want we want to make this a welcoming place that we know people's names and we know their dogs' names and you know even if you're not nice, <laughs> we will find a way to make you feel comfortable because usually when people are that way they either haven't been treated kindly or they have a need that. Um, you know, maybe somebody just hasn't paid attention to them. And I can't say we live up to that 100% of the time. Customer service is always challenging, you know. And so that's kind of our our company motto, and I would say our family motto, too, is try to be kind. Just try and find a place of kindness and have that be your center. Can you share with us one, one parting piece of, of guidance or advice? Um, just I, I just hope that, uh, you know, what I've learned to be open and and be a good listener and be kind is a good way to for everybody to move forward that's this is new realization for, for me in my life you know and uh i think it's made me a better person and i just hope to keep coming back to that and i hope other people find that too i found a lot of joy and and happiness not just in work but in my life um since i've kind of put that into place and so that, that's what I hope for other people. You know, I have a joyful, great life, and I, I, would, I want that for other people, too. I really do. Uh, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not profoundly happy. I, I have a moment in my bike ride where I uh, stop up at the water tower. Um, I don't know if you know where that is, but it's yeah, a great I live, viewpoint. I live by, yeah, I live yeah. and um, now that it's May, the sun comes up at 4.15. So I was sitting there yesterday morning, and I think it was yesterday, this police officer comes up and he says, anything suspicious over here? <laughs> and we said, no, I'm just looking at the sun, sunrise. <laughs> it's pretty great, isn't it? And, uh, and I just had this moment like, well, you know, I guess I do look suspicious standing here watching the sun come up, but it's really great. Maybe just figured you're Stand a, a vigilante, me. you know, looking out for <laughs> right. someone to help. That's funny. Um, and then... What's the best way to connect with, with you or CMP Coffee or something? Definitely through our website and through email. Um, and what's your uh, the website? CMPCoffee.com, and all the info is on there. Hours, contact, uh, schedule of events mm -hmm. is on there, and that is, you know, there is a lot of stuff sure. going on. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Seatown Podcast on iTunes. And it would be great if you left me a review and rated the podcast, shared it with your friends. If you have any suggestions for me or feedback, feel free to send me an email at christianharris at seatown.com or visit my website at seatown.com. 
That's c-town.com. Until next week. Bye.